Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Best. This is the best of the best show, the new version of the best show. And for people who don't know, the best show takes place each and every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. till midnight over at thebestshow.net. And if you uh, are new to the program, these are little bite-sized greatest hits samples of what we do every week. So check this out, and if you want more, you can listen to the full three-hour extravaganza and check it out. And if you want to support The Best Show, the way to do that is to uh, download the episodes and to give us reviews on iTunes and to tell people that the show is back and that you like it. So please check out this new episode of Best Show Bests. Now, without further ado, I'm going to go to the hotline right now. I'm being told we have what is known in the biz as a uh, an FP, a famous person, is on the line right now. This is not uh, not the usual riffraff who call this show. It's an actual five-star FP. <laughs> is this true? Do we have Ellie Kemper on the hotline? It, it, it's true. It's oh, my true. Oh my goodness! How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little sick, but I. You don't sound it, but I heard you say it, so I'm sorry. Well, thank you. That's very nice of you to send your well, your sympathies. That's just how I am. It is how you are. Yeah. You you are nice. <laughs> I'm right? just nice is the thing, and when people are sick, I want them to feel better. Yeah, me too. I do too. Look, I'm not nice, and I even want that. Yeah, even you. That shouldn't be. So I'm going to almost say that hoping that sick people don't be sick should not be the true, that should not be the demarcation line between nice and awful people. No. That should be the demarcation line between human and monster. Human and monster. And you are not a monster. Why, thank you. You're also not awful, but I agree that that both awful and nice people should not wish people to continue being sick. Yes. So we're on the same page with that. I'm glad. Yes. Good. See, we already are. There we go. Mark, Mike, mark that down. Yeah. We're on the same page <laughs> on wishing health, good health to people who are sick. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Ellie Kemper, you are... People would know you pre before the, before your new show. People knew you best from... The office? Yes. Probably, if they if they knew me at all, that would probably be the best bet, yes. And then the second best bet would be bridesmaids. Probably, yeah. I have to, yes. That's probably it. But now, those two things but, oh. have been stricken from anyone's memory because your new they, show yeah. has erased... Any oh. previous traces of your past greatness? They're gone. They're gone. Forget them. That's how good. That's yep. how good Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is. <laughs> um, that's very kind of you. The um, the the show is, I'm from a point of view, from a from a creative point of view, from a writing point of view. It's it's a it's a special show, and I am. Happy if people seem to like it. So that's been great news. Yes. It's really... The show is so 
good and people can see it over at Netflix. The whole first season is up. Just boom. It's all up. It's all at once. And yeah, there's no waiting. No. Yeah. Have you talked to people who've just power watched through all of them? Like <laughs> I have. And, you know, I, I, I am pleasantly surprised because I didn't know how people would consume it. You know, it's a comedy. I feel like when I have have binge watched, have have bunged, or I, I guess it's just binged, I, they've mostly been dramas. So I was, I was interested to see how people would consume this. And most of the people who I have spoken to seem to have um, watched it in one fell swoop. So that's, you know, that's, I guess that's just the way people do things now. That's the way people consume media now. But um, that's been, it's, been, it's been nice that people, uh, that people, I guess the people who haven't enjoyed it haven't spoken to me about it. <laughs> but the people who have spoken to me have said they've enjoyed it. And that mostly, yeah, they've, they've consumed it all at once. First of all, like, there's nobody who didn't enjoy it because it's awesome. There's some people. But but the people, who, I mean, what are they doing? They're saying to you, uh, <laughs> hey, I saw the show. It, uh, it's in color. Like, you know when you have to, like, give somebody a compliment when you weren't into yes. their thing? Yep. The ultimate one I heard is, <laughs> and this is more on the musical end of things, that somebody yeah. in a band said to another person in a band, it looked like you guys were having fun up there. No, yeah, that's not a compliment. And but it's a it's enough of a compliment that it gets you away that they realize that a minute after the their the person's gone, like you say, you pat them on the back. You're like, oh yeah, it looks like you guys were having fun up there. I'll see you guys later. Right. And then like oh, yeah. a minute later, they're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, he, he didn't like what we just did. That wasn't, he wasn't talking about our work up there. He just said we looked like we were enjoying it. Yeah, that's... I said once to, um, he's a friend of mine, and, and I did think he did a great job, but it was a college performance of um, Zoo Story, and um, I think it's just two people in that play, I think. I, I think it's the right play, but whatever play I saw, I clearly loved it. There were two people in it, and at the end of the play, I you know, went around to say congrats to my friend. And the first thing I asked was, how did you memorize all those lines? Which is like the <laughs> same thing, kind of. Because I don't think that's what you compliment someone on. Well, it's saying, you know? I mean, it's it's almost saying, like, you <laughs> you were, you are an actor. Yeah. yeah. You're, not a, you're not a full-on amateur. Exactly. You had a place or, or, up there. I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do would yeah. be that. Yeah, that would be the most hurtful thing you could say. Yeah, you're really. I see what you're trying to do up there, and then you just walk away. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, it. it was uh, clear to me. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt started off. It was a, it was going to be an, an NBC show. Mm-hmm. And then it was. At what point in in the making of the show did you all find out that it was going to not be on NBC but instead be on Netflix? Yes. So we as a group did not find out until after the show had wrapped. It was actually, I think, the Friday before our wrap party. So it was like, I think we wrapped on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So we were all done. And then it was announced in the news. And then, um, and then we had a nice wrap party because – Along with Netflix um, acquiring it, they also ordered a second season all at once. So it was really great news for everyone. But 
I had heard some, um, you know, murmurings like the week before. So mm-hmm. nothing confirmed, but the whole thing took place over the course of like seven days, like the move from NBC to Netflix. But we had finished shooting everything by the time it had, you know, it was made official. Sure. So, so this, this show would have, cause there's really, it is, it's, it's not like it's like there's things that couldn't have been on NBC in terms of the, the, uh, <laughs> the language uh, or anything like yeah. that. Raciness. Yeah. yeah. No. And in fact, I think the only changes that were made were, you know, that, that they could put Tina and Robert could put jokes back in that had been cut, not because of content, but just because of time. Cause of course, on a network show, I has to be a very, you know, has to be 22 minutes or have to be commercials, but on Netflix, it's more flexible. So I think those were really the only changes made. And I'm curious to see what next season will bring because now, you know, they know that they don't have to adhere to any network standards. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't foresee it being that different just because, well, I don't know. I guess they've only ever written for network television. So Maybe everyone's about to be surprised by what comes out. Yes, by the <laughs> the un the the endless waves of violence and <laughs> that, that you you look at the first script from the second season and it's a yep. bloodbath and it's nothing yep. but toilet language <laughs> and, and full frontal male yep. male nudity full frontal male nudity male oh yeah <laughs> for some reason the females were spared. Yes. I guess it's all, is it rear, what is, what is nudity from the back? Is it just rear nudity? I think they just call that nudity. Nudity. Partial nudity. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's like when you see in the credit, on like the little PG-13 thing and it says like, adult situations, partial nudity. That means that, it's, yeah, that must be what that is. Yeah. That it's, but that, that'd be interesting to know because I wonder if. You do show, a, a, like, a boob, if that still is partial nudity. I mean, I wonder if, what do they describe full nudity as in a rating? Is it full nudity? Is it full, f- I've never seen the word frontal. Know. Some of these things, I think maybe they use explicit. Like, I see, Ex- if you look at some yeah. of the descriptions, it'll be just, like, explicit drug use. It's like, right. what? What is this movie? Can It's like, like... <laughs> Yeah, just uh, it's, sometimes it, you see. Sometimes I think they almost have to. They almost are undermining the marketing of a thing. Like they try to make it look like it's dirtier or like edgier than it is, and then the box right. says it's just like, oh yeah, it seems like they're just showing you any example of of anything outrageous in the trailer, and the box is telling the truth that we just saw all of it. Right, right. It's just summarizing. <laughs> Yes. What is the other Everything. 95 minutes of this movie going to be? Right. Very boring. But but what you just saw is, in, in case you, whatever, yeah. were in the bathroom, this is what it is. Yeah. You got all the good stuff ready. Yeah, exactly. Now, Ellie Kemper, when you're doing this show, where, for people who uh, don't know, basically you play somebody who uh, was was uh, kidnapped in your yeah. in your early teens... My early teens, I would say, uh, was gone for 15 years, and at the show's start, I'm 29. So, yeah, I was 14 when I was taken. Mm-hmm. And, yes, and, and, and you, the premise is that I am a, a, a young lady who has recently been rescued from this underground 
bunker where I've been held captive in a cult for 15 years and, um, in Indiana. And so, uh, so that's, that's the, that's the backstory and the start of the show. And the show opens with, um, all of us being rescued by the FBI. And you decide to stay in New York and, and, and find your way through the world. And your energy level on the show is so high. Uh-oh. Yeah. How do you get to that place? Because, like, filming, it's a long day to it's film. Right. A you... lot of explicit drug use. A no, lot? I'm okay. Kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, no no I'm, drugs. I know you're kidding. But I know. you're just like, are you just like, do you have, like, one of those hand squeezer things that get, like, a stress ball <laughs> that gets you, like, pumped up for every single take? Cause... I am, um, I'm really, like flattered and honored that you uh, observed that because I think that, listen, it is not, like, by comparison, a very hard job. But sometimes, yeah, you're tired. So, I don't know. I drink coffee probably more than I should. And <laughs> I don't know. I think that I'm naturally high energy. But um, um, sometimes she's, I guess sometimes Kimmy's well, I guess she's never low energy. Even when she's, like, angry or sad, it's sort of, there's still a lot of energy in it. But, but you know, I'm wearing these outfits that are all very colorful and bright, and I would be interested in any, I don't know, studies that have been done linking wardrobe to mood, because that really does sort of help. I, I mean, a lot of bright yellows and pinks. Yeah. And I, and I feel, I don't know, brighter, more, more, more energetic. I don't know. I don't know if that's... So, so there's, like, you're, 10, you're 12 hours into a day, and you're just like... Then you just look at your yellow shirt yep. and you're just like, fine, <laughs> I'll ramp it up now, yellow shirt. You're telling me yep. to get excited, yellow shirt. You got me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is simple as that. No, these are these are the kinds of acting secrets nobody knows about. Yeah, it's just one glance at that yellow shirt and I'm off. Okay, so that's so pe <laughs> people aspiring filmmakers and yep. and actors yep. realize just bring a yep. bright shirt to your yep. thing mm -hmm. and that'll bridge the the gulf between you uh, when you start running out of gas that's absolutely right i mean i couldn't well, i did just say it but i couldn't have, have summarized it better myself i think i mean that's really the key to act, acting so so anyway it just it just depends on or it doesn't depend on it. It relies on you wearing, you know, some form of bright clothing somewhere yeah. on Because <laughs> I don't know. I would be just like, because then you also, you're in this thing and you're running around and, and you know, play, playing it at such a high level. And then you must look past the camera and see all these blobs just sitting, <laughs> watching you on monitors, just like they're, they're. Like these, like they're starting to fall asleep and you're yep. just like, oh wait, we have to move the cameras now and do this 80 times from a different angle. Maybe I know. Any chance you wait, guys can nothing... stop eating while I'm... Right. <laughs> that is such a, um, it's nothing to complain about, but it is accurate. And also the other thing is, I don't know, I think there's, it's, it's, um... It's just embarrassing because you do a lot of takes. So something that's funny, the first, I mean, in, in any, as we all know, 
in filmmaking and television making, you do a lot of takes. So something's funny the first time, and then you keep, or the third time, and even maybe the fifth time. But then you have to do it from so many angles. It's just, I don't know, it's embarrassing to try, like, you're trying to be funny, but of course no one's laughing. Everyone's like, yeah, either, you know, eating whatever hot dogs, craft services is, is passing out. <laughs> yeah. Or just staring at the monitor, not la- you know, you know, is the light wrong or like whatever is something else. And so to do that and have people not laugh is strangely like humiliating and yeah, right. It's hard. Discouraging. It's hard when you're all well, of a sudden there and then they're just like moving the camera around and then people are now saying to you, "Oh, see you tomorrow." I saw <laughs> the, enough of this already. I'll see you tomorrow, <laughs> Ellie. And they're like leaving. Like, you can't, like, oh, you got enough? Oh, don't worry, I'll be here for another two hours right. doing doing the same thing you just saw. Right. And, like, I met your, I clearly, oh, uh, thank you. I, I'm sure, I'm glad I did enough to pass the test now that, you, that you'll <laughs> sign off on my performance, but then I can just keep doing the same thing, and right. you're home by that point. Thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for stopping by. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals because I don't smell them. Fellow worker on this show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, look, but I'm just I know. Teasing. On the, oh, now wait, I'm, is that my phone? I'm hearing a, a beep, but I think I'm, I'm not, I'm not hearing a beep. This is very strange because, well, then good, because I'm, I'm calling, no one ever calls me, and I'm calling from a landline, so it must be call waiting, so it's, I'm not familiar with that sound. But anyway, well, it stopped, it's great. and we're also here. Um, I will say, um, of course, you are nice to say that they're, you know, maybe the more um, challenging parts of an acting job, they're definitely there, but I will say, again, in the scheme of things, not that hard a job. Because um, one thing that I, like, I feel like I'm bragging when I say this to you, I get to work on time. I think most people, uh, I think most people I know, probably you know, get to work on time because you're there when work begins. But, like, the one, it's like the thing, it's like uh, you look like you were having fun. The only nice thing people would say, you know, no no one ever said, like, oh, that was so funny or, like, Oh yeah, that was um like that that was a really moving scene. People would be like, "Hey, you, we appreciate you getting to work on time." Like that was that was the <laughs> biggest like compliment I ever got was that I was on time yeah. to work. You're low maintenance. Where, yeah, it's like thanks for being low maintenance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, no, and thanks for just like doing what you're paid to do. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. showing up is not the that's not what got me hired for this. That just like. Well, let's just ask you, do you plan on being on time? Like, Right, right. Yes, I do. I can't, look, I can't give you the job right now, but let me just say, uh, I have to talk to a couple other people. <laughs> Unless somebody else says they're going to be here early, you've right. got the job. Right, right. And someone so, 
can surpass you. Yeah, by in commute time, five minutes early. Right. We gave it to somebody who said they'd be here fifteen minutes early. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ellie. Now, when you that were be a yeah. when you started on the office, you you had started. That was not. Am I correct that that part was not meant to be as as um big as as it was for the yeah for the absolutely show? yeah. When I um, auditioned for that, it was a four-episode arc. So uh, Michael Scott had gone off to create his Michael Scott paper company, and he took Pam with him. So I was just subbing in as a receptionist on um, in the office, and then and it was for four episodes. And then um, the story changed, and Pam became a saleswoman. And so I got both Aaron, my character, and Ellie, myself got to keep the job um, into the next season, which is the biggest break you could ask for. So that was great. Yeah. And how, how, yeah. Did, you, how did you get on their, on their uh, radar over there? Um, well, you know, I had what I, in retrospect now, understand was an audition for Parks and Rec. And I was like, um, but I read a scene that ha- contained characters that are not in Parks and Recreation and that were not in the office. It was like two characters named like Vanessa and Steve or something. And I auditioned for Greg Daniels, who is the creator or the yeah of both shows. And um and then I didn't ever hear from them again about that. And that was like back in October of, of whatever year that was. And then so that's how I met them. And then um the following March is when this this uh, role of Aaron came up, mm-hmm. so so that's how I initially got on their radar. Now I want to ask you that. No, that and then no, you by were, failing at an audition. Yeah, no, but you ran <laughs> with it. Yeah. Four part thing, four episode thing. You turned into five seasons or whatever, right? Well, something like that. The, yeah, yeah. It was it was four seasons after that. So yeah, the but the, yeah, the story changed, which was worked in my favor. So that's great. Yes. No, I'm yeah. going to ask you. Ellie Kemper, star of yeah. Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, yep. which is on Netflix right now. The whole yes! season's on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at your IMDb right now. I'm going to ask you Uh-oh. a couple. I'm going to name a character you played, and you have to tell oh. me what the character was in. Oh, okay. I might. I, I will probably fail at this. Just... Okay. Okay. Jamie. Mystery Team. Okay, that's right. Yes, Mystery Team, okay. the... Uh, Movie with uh, my friend uh, DC Pearson was in that. Yep. Yep. Let's Pro- see. Produced, written, created by Derek. Yeah, Derek yes. Comedy. Oh, and I want to tell you, I'm not looking at IMDb, so I'm not okay. cheating. Just oh, so you know. I know you're not cheating. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Girl in Bar. They don't do commercials. Is that um, Cayman Wentz? Yes, that's Cayman yes. Wentz. Yes. Do you get the double entendre? Entendre? I just got it. I yes. did not get it until you said it was a double entendre. I know. Well, because you have to say it out loud. Yes. I mean, the title. I just looked and at otherwise it. Otherwise, you don't get it. No. Yeah. Went right over my head. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. Shelly. 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 Wait, I don't know. I don't know if I know Shelly. You know, none of, the, none of my characters ever have last names. Shelly. Oh, uh, Reading Rainbow? I mean, redeeming not, rainbow. Redeeming rainbow. Yes, yeah. you played yeah. Shelley. See, look, you're getting yeah. them all. I, I am I, getting them all. I yeah. did. We did this with. Um, who do we do this with, Mike? 
and they got none of them. They were was, just it, like, was it Hanks? Was it Tom Hanks? It was Tom Hanks. He was no idea. I asked him, I said, in this movie you play, in this movie you play uh, a castaway. And he was like, I don't even, he said, catch me if you can. Catch me. And he said, in this, uh, let's see here. Okay. Allison. Um, Laggies. That's Laggies, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, one more. Okay. Let's see. There's a lot. It's a. I know it's a very long list. Brent. Oh, well, that one you'll get, Brenda. It's oh. in the title. Um, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Pinnacle executive. Oh yeah. Well, that was get him to the Greek. Yes. You. Yeah. You hit. You got all of them. I, I nailed it somehow. Yeah. From the hundreds and hundreds of characters <laughs> I have undertaken. I can't remember who got none of them. You know, like Chris I really Elliott. I want to know too. Chris Elliott one time got none of his things. He was just like, I don't know, a snow day or something like that. And he's like, Are you making fun of me with this list? I'm like, No, I'm not making fun of you. So, it's a fact. Yeah, they were just. I'm just pointing out how many things you worked on. <laughs> he just. Um, he's funny. He is funny, and I know very funny. him through your worse half. I guess your worse half, right? Is that the way he, to say it? Yeah, worse half. Your worse but half. he is the worst. <laughs> so he's both the worst and the worst half. Michael Komen. Yep. Who I uh, who he was co-creator of Eagle Heart. Yep. And co-creator of of Nathan for You. Yep. And co-creator is he co-creator of the Triumph Show? He is. Yes, he's co-creator yes. of that. He's all yes, over the, the place. Yep, he's all over the place. Um, he adores you. I should mention. Well, he's as a, if you didn't already know that. Well, he's a very nice guy. He's and well, I adore he's him. A very. Pardon me. He's a. I adore him. I that that it, now it's out there. It's on record that he, that you just made his day. Um, yes. Yeah, he's he is a very nice guy. He's he very is. calm. No beard either. No beard. No. Right? <laughs> he did. He had one um, during the writer's strike. Okay. Because I remember I met his mom for the first time, and she was appalled. She did not like his beard. By but his everyone beard. had. <laughs> that was a, it was a time of beards. I mean, everyone had a lot of beards then. Look, these writers, that sounds like a cheap excuse for half these guys to just right. be like, hey, it's a strike beard. I got no control yeah, right? over it. And then they're like, oh, I think I'll, strike's over. I think I'll keep it forever. Right. right. Yeah. And then it's fixed. <laughs> exactly. Then the next thing you see, they're 80 and they still have a beard. <laughs> I know. So. Uh, hey, uh, you know the right that uh, strike <laughs> yeah. was about uh, 60 years ago. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can lose that strike beard <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Oh. oh, no. Now, my strike beard has slowly turned into a lazy... Writer's beard. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm going to keep it. Yes. All right. Okay. Now, Ellie Camper, I'm going to ask you a couple questions for this All thing right. we do. It's this rapid yeah. fire questions, and then I will okay, let you yeah. get on with your busy evening. Very busy. Okay. Busy. Okay. I, I hope I answer them rapidly. All I right. Will, well, I will... Get ready. Okay. I am. I am. What I is... actually just sat up. Okay. Okay. Well, you actually, you're taking it way too seriously. I know, I know, it. but I, I never do these things rapidly, so okay. I'm going to this time. All right, what is the dumbest purchase you've ever made? Um, I guess 
Um, not answering this one rapidly. Um, do you know, I probably shouldn't have purchased the Prius that I had been leasing for three years. Um, okay. Because it's, it's falling apart. All right. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Would you push Eric Clapton out of a hot air balloon, or would you launch him into space? Um, I would, um, I don't want him, well, I don't want him to die, so I would launch him into space, okay. assuming he's in a spaceship with oxygen. Okay, that's, okay. that's fair. What yeah. is the most well. popular movie you've never seen? Um, <laughs> I know the answer to this, and you'll maybe hang up the phone. It's uh, Star Wars. No, that's fine. I think that's oh. that's awesome. I know a lot of people. Oh. Julie Klausner has never seen Star Wars, nor she will she ever. No. What? Oh, she, that's on principle. Uh, just the kind of thing. At at this point, what are you going to do? You're going to go. No, what, you're going to go watch Star Wars now. Do you yeah. know? To hear you say that to me, that just made me a thousand levels less anxious because. That makes me feel great. There's no need for me to see that now. Thank you. You just calmed me down. The movies I've never seen, I've never seen Titanic. You don't need to, though, right? But Exactly. The ship sinks. And they're all dead at this point anyway. Yeah. All of them, right? Yeah. Whether they survive that thing, they're dead. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. I, uh, I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption. Oh, is that a popular movie? It is. I guess it is. You know, Shawshank Redemption was on TV. I had mono in 11th grade, and it was on TBS every night. And so I have seen that movie about 11 times. Yeah, but that movie But you don't need to see it. They get out. I can see. They climb through a sewer, and they get out. But do you... My thing about Star Wars is that it's, um, I don't know, it's like a cultural... Marker? What's the word I want to use? It's, yeah, it's a cultural marker. That's a good way of yeah. putting it. But it's also like, oh, you've seen it 15 times. How about you've seen it 14 times? Give me one of those viewings right. to myself, and then there's nothing to talk about here. I know. So, all right, let's yeah. see here. If you could have w- less of one emotion, which one would it be? If I could have less of one emotion? Yeah. Anxiety. Anxiety. Okay. Yeah. What's the longest you've gone without sleeping? <laughs> yeah, it's not long. Uh, yeah, it's like, I don't, 15 hours. Wow, that is not long <laughs> at all. No, I, I like to sleep and I need to sleep. If I don't sleep, I get anxious and then it's a vicious cycle. There we go, I see. Yeah. <laughs> what is, wait, wait, if you were on the run, where would you hide? Oh, um, oh, well... If I were on the run, where would I hide? Well, I guess under a bridge. I, yeah. Under, but, that's awesome. Yeah. Under a bridge. Well, Just any bridge? Well, I know, the, the, as I was saying it, I was, I, I, if there were other people under the bridge, I feel like they'd be friendly enough because obviously they camp there sort of regularly. But uh, if, it, if I'm all alone, then it's sort of scary under the bridge. So I guess it, it would be, uh, no, oh, the, the type of suspension bridge, the type of bridge does not matter. But I guess the people underneath would matter. Okay. So. All right. Oh, wait, but I'm, I'm trying to hide, so I don't want there to be people. I don't know. A, a bri- an abandoned bridge. An ab- okay. An abandoned yeah. bridge. All right. <laughs> let's see. Who doesn't get their just desserts? Um, 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 uh, <laughs> the people under the bridge okay. that I'm hiding with. They deserve more, yeah. Okay, the people, the kindly people under the bridge helping you yeah. when you're on the run. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and final one, what is the most embarrassing thing you've ever said to a celebrity? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Uh, yes. Okay. This is, I went to the, um, night of the night at the museum three, <laughs> night at the museum seven. I'm kidding. Night at the museum three, uh-huh. uh, movie uh, screening and Ben Stiller was there and, um, and I was in like a situation where all of a sudden I was being introduced to him and for, I've never met Ben Stiller and he's a, you know, worldwide movie star. Very funny. He's a, you know, comedian. All, he's all of these things. I know you know who Ben Stiller is. And I met him and I, and I said, this is what I said. Oh, hi, Ben. I'm Ellie Kemper. It was just so, I don't know why I thought I could call him Ben. Uh-huh. He didn't want uh-huh. to meet me. I, I think I was just like, distracted or I think I, I, I think by, by calling him Ben I was entirely too familiar now wh- and I, which part bothers you the most when you look I would say the O might be the worst part yes. of that as it if you were, were as if you as if he was as if he was interrupting you yep, yep. to say <laughs> as if you're turning around what who is oh hi Ben oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I, I yeah. guess you wanted to talk to me. Yeah. Yes, I'm Ellie Kemper, Ben. Yeah, I'll be with it, you in a second. Let me just yeah, yeah, yeah. finish up over here. It was here. just so, it was, I can't, as, as it was happening, I thought, what's happening? Why, why am I acting so at ease and, and as though he is, <laughs> you know, bothering me? That is. But I said many dumb things, but that's the first that popped into my mind. Well, that's really hilarious. That is. Well, that's. Oh, oh, thank you, Tom. <laughs> oh, see, now you just. The O, you I need know. to work the O out of your system. I with need the O. the O. Strike is, the O. Yeah, strike the O. Get it out. Yeah. Now, Ellie Camper, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a total uh, joy, and the show is so great. It really, well, it really is. That's nice of you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a huge fan of yours, and I'm a huge fan of your show. So thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate creepers, it. Creepers, creepers. I like all that. So Creepers, creepers. She's so, out of control. No. So, Ellie, people can watch it over at Netflix. Yes. The whole season's up. When do you start the second season? I don't know yet. I, they haven't told us, but not for a few months still. Okay. So I, I'll be better find something to do. So watch the first season. Don't watch it all yeah. super fast because you got to no. give a little bit of time to – It's because the next one's not going to be – it's not going to show up next week with 13 more. No. Yeah, right. So take your time with it. Watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And thank you, Ellie. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, okay. Tom. I hope you're well, and I'll I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Sounds great. I'll take care. Okay, thank uh, you. Okay, bye. Bye. How's that, Mike? Good, right? She got all of her IMDb credits. It was Turtle who didn't get his. Jerry Ferrara got none. He didn't get Turtle. I think I think I even asked him Turtle, and he didn't get that. He thought it was uh, Think Like a Man Four. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to Best Show Best. And I want to thank Martin DeGrell for uh, supervising the episodes. I want to thank Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martine Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, John Worcester, of course, and you. And once again, listen to The Best Show live each and every Tuesday night on your computer at thebestshow.net. Thanks so much.